and welcome to today's pep talk, Labeling, Part 2, Episode 52. Last month, I discussed labeling primarily in the context of communication, and we reviewed how we can be critical or judgmental of people by labeling them with some pejorative label, you know, calling people stupid or saying somebody is being, you know, too liberal or too conservative. We can attach these labels to individuals and that can feed then a a negative view that we have of them. And of course, last month, I really encouraged you to step back and, and look within yourself as to what has you labeling people. You know, if you see somebody and you go, oh my gosh, can you believe that they're wearing that? Now, it's not necessarily technically a label. Nonetheless, there's definitely judgment and criticism coming from that statement. So if you're critical, you know, a car that somebody drives and you go, oh my gosh, can you believe that they bought that car? Or can you believe that they root for that team or whatever it might be? That's not necessarily a a label per se. Uh, Nonetheless, it's a judgment and a criticism. And so as I said last week, last month, I want to encourage you to really step back from that. And if you're being judgmental or critical of people or person to look within yourself to better understand where that's coming from. Well, this month, I want to talk about it as it applies to how you talk about yourself. So again, last month, it was more about communication. This month, it's more about cognitive behavioral therapy. And with cognitive behavioral therapy, labeling is a type of what we refer to as a distorted thinking pattern. And this is when we can label ourselves with, in, in a negative way. And it how we label ourselves or how we are viewing ourselves with a label, how we're being critical or judgmental of ourselves, can impact how we feel about ourselves. And then how I feel about myself is going to impact how I behave. If I don't think very highly of myself, if I'm calling myself names and I don't think very highly of myself, I'm probably not going to treat myself in a very healthy way. And we really do want to look at are there ways in which we are being critical and judgmental of ourselves. And that's what we're going to focus on this month. The first example of labeling with regards to ourselves would be what we discussed last month when it, when I talked about labeling other people or judging other people, it's truly saying things such as I'm stupid, I'm an idiot, I'm a failure, just putting this label on yourself to, to be critical and judgmental and to really kind of hold yourself in that space. And if you're believing that you are a failure, what do you think your actions are going to look like? Do you think that you are going to be doing things that help you to be a healthier version of yourself? Do you think you're going to believe in yourself and want to strive for um, goals in your life and doing things in a healthy way? More than likely not. If we're calling ourselves stupid or I'm saying I'm an idiot or I'm a failure, more than likely my behaviors are going to match what my beliefs are. And we really do want to look at how do we speak about or think about ourselves? What are the words that you use in your head even? Not, not only, of course, about what you say to other people or you say out loud, but what are you thinking in your head? And if you're attaching those derogatory comments towards yourself, that's going to have a huge impact then on how you treat yourself and then what your behaviors are going to look like. If you're in a job 
and you don't think that you're a good employee or uh, you think that you don't have the skill set to do the job that you're in, or maybe let's say you're interviewing for a job and you're telling yourself, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't really have the degree that they're looking for. I don't have the number of years of experience that they're looking for. More than likely, you're not going to present yourself in that interview in a very positive light. You're probably going to, you know, make a lot of excuses for not being what you think they want you to be, or you're going to give them all the examples of why you're not the employee that they need to be hiring. You're just more than likely not going to put yourself in a, and speak about yourself or present yourself in a very good light. So it's very important for us to look within ourselves and go, okay, how, what do I think about myself and how do I talk about myself? And, and what are those, you know, even just internal voice what is it saying? So again, the, this first example is just those obvious labels of, of judgment, of being a, a stupid, an idiot, those kinds of things. The other way that we can label ourselves is with a diagnosis. If somebody can say, I am bipolar or I am schizophrenic, instead of saying that they have the disorder. And I do think this is so important, particularly for me, because as, as you know, I am a big believer that the body has the ability to heal. And I'm going to believe that there's roots to so much of our health issues, including our psychological health. And if, in fact, I did, I'll include this in the show notes, I did a a podcast, let's see, it was, I think it was podcast 26, uh, Don't Be a Victim of Your Diagnosis. And in that, I talk about how there are things that are within our control to help us to be the healthiest that we are capable of being. And so when when somebody is is becoming their diagnosis, they can become a victim of that and believe that there is nothing that they can do to help themselves. And of course, doing what I do, I'm going to be a believer that people, there's a lot that we can do to help ourselves. And that, and also, because I'm a believer in the body's ability to heal, I'm going to believe that people can actually, you know, heal some of the symptoms that they are experiencing, even with psychological um, distress or disorders. So saying that you are a diagnosis isn't separating the diagnosis from you. And I want to separate diagnosis and I want to separate behaviors from the person. Um, Even addiction, I have an addiction versus I am an addict. I don't want people owning that. Well, I do want us to own that we have an unhealthy behavior, but I don't want you to claim that as who you are. I want you to be able to know that that's separate from you. And when we externalize that and we separate that from who we are, we have the ability now to look at it and potentially do something to address it. So again, another way that we can label is with a diagnosis. And I want to encourage you to separate yourself from the diagnosis, you know, an example I give is when I, there was a community mental health center that I used to work for many years ago. And I, I, at the time I worked with, uh, on the children's children and family unit and parents would come in and they would say, my child is bad. And the child wasn't a bad child. The child had some unhealthy behaviors, but over time, that child hearing that he or she was bad is going to then believe that they are a bad human being. And that is not 
the case at all. There are some unhealthy behaviors that the child was exhibiting, but the child was not innately bad. However, if that's what we're hearing over and over and over again, what are we gonna walk away believing? We're gonna believe that we're bad. And the same goes, again, for us, as I was saying here a few minutes ago, what you are saying about yourself, whether you say it out loud or you're saying it in your head, is what you're going to believe. And I really want us to be aware of what are those labels that are restricting us and are kind of holding us hostage, so to speak. And so a diagnosis is one of the ways that we can do that. So again, being aware of you, you are not the diagnosis, you have it, you are not it. And then the last example that I wanted to give about labeling, which probably isn't technically labeling, however, it is a way that we can be very judgmental and critical of ourselves. And it's when people will preface what they are about to say with something along the lines of, I know this is stupid, or I know this doesn't make any sense, or I know you will think this is stupid, or I know you will think that I'm, I'm being too sensitive. When we preface those kinds of statements, when we, when we preface what we're about to say with those kinds of statements, we're, there's a little part of us that believes that, and we're, we're holding on to that. And again, being critical and being judgmental of ourselves. There, I hear this so often in my office, and I, someone will say, I know this is stupid, and I will regularly say, we are not judging we are not judging. We are not being critical. And especially with me, I am not going to judge what you are about to say. I am not going to be critical about what you are about to say. If we are talking about something and it's a thought that you have or an insight that you have or a feeling that you have, it is not stupid. It is something that's important that I am going to want to hear. And I want you believing that about anything that you're going to say with anyone that you're speaking with. It's, it's again, when we preface that, it's just another way that we're oppressing ourselves and we're keeping ourselves locked in this negative view and this negative belief. And I want you to think more positively of yourself. And I want to encourage you to have a healthy self-worth and self-view. And if you are prefacing the things that you are about to say with you know, you're discounting it in some way or being critical of it in some way, then you're feeling that on the inside. And it also can impact people that you're speaking with. Now, if it's someone who knows you, it probably won't impact that communication or that relationship much. But again, if it's, if you're in a position of sales or if you are, again, if I go back to the interview example and you're saying, well, I know this is going to sound stupid, and then you say what it is, well, it's indicating that you don't feel very confident in yourself. And that's not going to work well in an interview or work well if you're trying to sell a product. So again, we really be aware of not only how you label you, but even if you're being critical of what you're about to say. So just to recap... One of the ways that we, the three ways that we can be critical or judgmental of ourselves is with a label, a, just a, a, a more of an obvious label where you're calling yourself a negative name of some sort. Another way that we can do this is if we are owning, as far as we are identifying, we are becoming um, our diagnosis. So again, going back to if you say, I am bipolar um, versus saying, I have it is another way that we can 
can label ourselves and it's another way that we can limit ourselves. And then if you're prefacing what you are about to say with a negative comment before it. I just want to add on, when I talk about the diagnosis, I just want to make sure that you know I'm not being dismissive of the diagnosis. I'm not I'm not saying that they're not important or they don't matter. I, I felt the need after I said that, that I just want to make sure you know I'm not being, being dismissive of it. I just don't want people to become a victim of it or to feel helpless or hopeless because of a diagnosis. I want people to feel as though there is something that they can do about it and to separate who they are from the diagnosis. And again, I'm primarily talking about behavioral health diagnoses when I say that primarily. Um, nonetheless, of course, you're gonna know me well enough to know that even when it comes to other you know, medical diagnoses with regards to physical health, I'm still gonna be a believer that there's a lot that we can do to help ourselves. Uh, nonetheless, um, going back specifically to behavioral health and diagnoses with that, again, not dismissing it. I'm not minimizing it. I'm not discounting it. I'm not, it, it's, I just want you to not feel that you are, you are helpless or hopeless when it comes to being diagnosed with a behavioral health um, uh, diagnosis or disorder. I hope this was helpful today. I really encourage you to be aware of how do you speak about yourself. Again, not only out loud to others, but what do you think about yourself and about the things even that you're about to say or share with other people. And recognize that that can have a huge impact then on how you feel, which can then impact how you're going to behave. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I encourage you to do one thing today purposefully to attain true pep for life. Oh,